Man, so my dad wants to take me out to dinner for my birth, like an early birthday, which, you know, no problem. That's fine. Okay, but give me more than 25 bucks, my dude. But the uh, the place that I decided <laughs> to go is yeah. closed on Sundays and we're going to go tomorrow. Ah, uh, fuck. And now I'm like, ah, I gotta get a backup plan, shit. <laughs> Nobody likes a backup plan. No. because Everybody was, wants first plan. It was a restaurant we haven't been to yet. And we're like, uh, that way, if it's not good, we don't feel bad because it wasn't our money. But <laughs> I think I mean gonna, I think we're gonna go where that um, where you and I went to that Thai restaurant. Oh hell's yeah! Instead, that was, so. that was a good Thai restaurant we went. Yeah, to. twenty years in, went to lunch twice. <laughs> we went to lunch more than twice. Yeah, but you know what I mean. Like you met you met my mom. one time. I did meet your mom. She was a lovely woman. Yeah, she was a delight. I wish I had more opportunities to have met her. Me too. She really liked you a lot. Oh, that was nice of her. Hold on. No. <laughs> okay, I thought I heard a cat doing cat crimes. I was about to call the fuzz. <laughs> but yeah. All cops are bastards. All cops are bastards. Even cat cop. A, a cat would never. No. A cat is no narc. A cat would be like a shady cop. Yeah. Like, like the kind that Batman puts down. Yeah. Only, you know, like with punches, not with euthanasia. <laughs> this is taking a dark turn. We should start. <laughs> hey, welcome back to The Strange and Unusual, where we have been missing for a month. And we discuss the strange and unusual. I'm not apologizing. Okay, well, fine. <laughs> this is episode 138 of our series, Seeking Out the Weird, the Unexplained, and the Devious from Around the World. I'm Casey, and I am sorry. And I'm Raya, and I'm still not. I really needed this time, my guys. Well, this episode, we're doing an arson. A story about arson, not an actual arson. I was about to say, I don't remember committing an arson. You were just complaining not. that we've only done lunch. We definitely haven't done an arson. Not yet. Oh, there's still time. There's still time. We're still young. So, as always, you can find us on social media. We are on Facebook. We are on Instagram. And for the time being, we're still on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> watching Andrew Tate get fucking trolled yeah. and arrested. It's been fabulous. Happy New Year, everybody. <laughs> so, Arson, are you ready for this? I am. I'm going to be telling you about the story of Clarence Roberts. Doesn't that just sound like the most sinister name? If it didn't have the S on the end of it, it would sound way more sinister. Because I never trust a person with two first names. Oh, that's fair. Well, let me start off. It. Let me start off strong. Ready? Yeah. Weeboo! Mm, potential murder. Oh, just potential. Okay. Potential suicide. Definite fire. <laughs> so our story takes place uh, in the small scenic town of Nashville, Indiana, I with a population, <laughs> a population of around 700 people. On Unsolved Mysteries, Robert Stack said that there are few... <laughs> sorry I'm try I was gonna try to do it in his voice but I'm not even gonna try because he's he's a fucking legend so uh there are a few street addresses and even fewer secrets I mean to be fair I shouldn't be surprised that there's a Nashville Indiana when there's also like a Paris Texas yeah and a Miami Oklahoma that's spelled Miami. like Miami oh it's Miami okay Miami confused yeah same so there are a lot of people that Go to Miami, Oklahoma. Well, okay. So basically, everybody knows you in this town, and everybody knows your business. Yeah, as, and that's important to remember. As it as it goes for small towns, I've been told. Yeah. Yes. So Clarence Roberts was a well-respected resident of Nashville, Indiana. He was born on nineteen or in sorry, he was born in nineteen eighteen. <laughs> Uh, he grew up and he lived his entire life in this small town. He was supposedly happily married to his wife, Geneva, uh, since 1941, and they had four sons. I thought you were going to say that he was born in 1819, and I was like, whoa, hold on. I've got to reset yeah. my expectations for this yeah, story. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no. Nah, 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 dog. Okay. Um, <laughs> nar. 
so he had four sons. He served in the army during World War II. And when he got back, Clarence and his brother Carson ran a successful lumber company and then a hardware store. Carson has said that Clarence was outgoing and made friends easily, and he seemed to enjoy working at the hardware store. Like He liked helping people out. His nephew, Bob, said he was always willing to give people a hand when they were in need. You might say he was a pillar of the community. We hate a pillar of the community. We do. We I also hate, hate a, a nephew, Bob. I don't know why. Well, you're going to love this story because I reference nephew Bob about 800 times. (laughs) So, uh, ACAB, he was the sheriff uh, for some time of the county, uh, and he served on the board for the Nashville State Banks, which we also hate. Yeah, I'm not a fan. And he was a member of the Masons. He's three for, or 0 for 3 here. Yeah, yeah. And for anyone curious, he had earned his 33rd degree or something, which I think is one of the highest honors, but I have no idea how Masons work, and that's all you're going to get from me about it. Yeah, like, he did. he's not part of the Oddfellows, I don't care. Like <laughs> he, he did earn a special ring to commemorate his rank, which Ew, is important later. Gross. It's important later. I'm so special and white, you can't get into my secret club. There was a podcast episode I was listening to about this called The Simply Strange podcast um and in their telling of the story um it was said that he was only one of three men in his county to have gotten the rank and the special ring so he was very fancy but with all of this success clarence was developing some expensive tastes and the hardware store wasn't enough to support the lavish lifestyle he had come to love chris He was sinking into debt with three luxury cars, a pickup truck, and a swanky house that he couldn't afford. God, what's a luxury car in the 40s? That's a great question. I don't even know. It had four Uh, (laughs) tires. A roof. Uh, (laughs) But to try and mend his financial situation, he sold his share of the hardware store and purchased an apartment building and also fuck landlords. Yeah, man, Um, he just sucked fucking parasites uh so (laughs) sorry so he got his apartment building and some grain elevators to pursue a more lucrative and passive income don't fucking get me started on landlords guys come on you have to get onto our patreon (laughs) (laughs) she'll get on her soapbox there uh but so these these plans did not pan out for poor clarence roberts and he was over two hundred thousand. dollars Two hundred and thousand, two hundred thousand dollars in debt, and by the nineteen seventies, things were nose diving for Clarence. Do you know what that would have been in like today money? Uh, a lot. I can okay. tell you. Do you want me to look it up? I have, I have that page fucking bookmarked. I mean, I was just curious. Like, I'm no. Now I gotta know. Inflation calculator. Two hundred thousand dollars then had to have been at least double that now. Calculate. $1,534,592.78 in debt. Okay, so like five times. If if we're talking about in the 70s. Yeah. He might have accrued this in the late 60s, which let's just for funsies. <laughs> if it was 1965, he had this much debt. It was $1,890,228.57. The change is very important. Yes. So... Uh, what was I saying? Debt. He had debt. Just like the rest of us. Yes. Just uh, like so, literally everyone in the U.S. <laughs> so he started submitting fraudulent documents to the insurance companies uh, regarding the apartment building he had purchased. Uh, that October, the bank ordered two of the family's cars to be repossessed. Um, and I mentioned that Clarence had once been the sheriff, uh, but I think it's fun to point out that the current sheriff was Sharon War. I'm sorry, Sheriff Warren Roberts, which was Clarence's brother, who came to Clarence's house to impound the vehicles. Sucks to suck, my sorry, guy. sorry, bro. Bob the nephew says that he thought Clarence had become desperate and depressed, Man. even potentially suicidal. It's too bad that it wasn't Bob, Bob the, the tomato. Bob the uncle. <laughs> So we could just make Bob's your uncle. <laughs> Bob's your uncle. <laughs> no, see, I was I was going straight up church trauma Veggie Tales style. See, I don't have church trauma. I've seen exactly one episode of Veggie Tales, and it was shown to me in school. 
Now I'm going to have the cheeseburger song stick in my head. Sorry, everybody. All right. So Clarence seemed to have hit rock bottom. He was desperately seeking a way to escape his debt, like the rest of us. On November 18th of that year, 1970, around 6 p.m., a neighbor named Ella Cummings saw some leaves burning beside the barn on the Roberts property. Unsolved Mysteries called it a garage barn, which I felt was important to point out for some reason when I wrote these notes. Uh, So it's like a barn that's also being used as a garage slash storage area. Yeah, so it's like we don't have horses anymore, so we park our cars here. In the in the barn, yeah. Yeah. So uh so Ella called the fire department and then she watched the fire as it spread quickly, eventually engulfing the barn in flames. I mean, what's Ella supposed to do? <laughs> like just chilling. Throw a bucket Whoa, of that water is a, on it. Like that is a fire. I mean she called it in. It's not like she was just like Get my watching eye on it you. and like not notifying anyone. This is some hot tea. So, uh, (laughs) thank you, Ella, for doing your duty as a good Samaritan. It took around 15 minutes for the firefighters to arrive, but it was too late to save the barn. And all they could really do was watch it burn and provide damage control. And somebody said something about a limited water supply. Like, it was too hot and it, like, the water wouldn't have done anything. So they literally just had to, like, make sure it didn't spread. Well, yeah. And that was the best they could do. From what I kind of understand... uh, from a case that I covered, it was the um, the house that burned down and the children went missing. Um, I don't know why I can't remember that family's name, but their house had a very similar situation where the fire had just spread so much that was they that just, the Christmas one? Yeah, yeah, I that they that just one. couldn't they couldn't do anything. Like it was just unsalvageable because the damage yeah. was already so so immediate and so intense that it's just sort of like. There's nothing to save, so why waste the water on trying to put it out? Uh, So yeah, the fire ruined the entire building, and once the remains were cool enough to search, uh, the firefighters started the investigation into what was left. Two destroyed vehicles, some torched tools, uh, then they discovered a body inside under the rubble. Uh Uh-oh. There was little chance of accurately identifying the body, and according to the Unsolved Mysteries episode, it was barely even identifiable as human. One episode, or I'm sorry, one website mentioned that the fire had burned so hot that the limbs had been burnt off completely. Dang. A shotgun was laid either next to him or across the chest. It was hard to... Everybody said something different, but there was a shotgun involved that was slightly melted. Um, As the investigation continued over the next several days, they also found a ring, a 33rd degree Mason ring with Clarence's name inscribed. Yeah, because it's definitely impossible for someone to put their ring next to a Mm. dead body. Not like I said at the top of the episode, this is a small town and Clarence's financial troubles had gotten around. But it turned out that he'd spent some time over the last few months taking out a million dollar insurance policy on himself. Insignificant. Insignificant, indeed. Uh, People put two and two together, figuring at the end of this financial rope, Clarence had chosen suicide as a way to help his family escape their predicament, though many were shocked that had come to such an abrupt end. Was this the cause of like insurance, life insurance policies to stop? Oh, I don't know. Covering. I, I thought suicide. about that the whole time. I was like, I was like, they don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think about. But um, yeah, I don't know. Or maybe I don't know it was when that started. A, That'd be an interesting. Or maybe it was just such a small town. They didn't know. Yeah. Like they just assumed that suicide would work for an insurance policy. Well, strangely enough, this was no secret. So Clarence's friend claims that he actually had a discussion about the plan to commit suicide and make his wife, quote, the richest widow in Brown County. Another source. Probably not a ton of widows in Brown County. Yeah. The size of it, you know. Um, Oh, sorry. Uh, Another source said that Clarence told a friend he had more than $100,000 in a Swiss bank account that he even showed off his account card to prove it, I guess. I don't know. You know, I he's hid just money. not getting better. Yeah. He just sucks more. So 
Geneva had allegedly not been made aware of the financial hardship, nor her husband's plans to rectify the matter. And she was devastated. Uh, Plans were set for this big funeral, for this well-respected community member, a man who, steeped in guilt, took his own life to save his family. The end. Or Or was it? (laughs) (laughs) Tragedy wasn't done with the Roberts family. To start, they were unable to put Clarence to rest. While the fire was under investigation, the coroner, the county coroner, uh, Jack Bond, Bond, Jack Bond, um, he examined the body that was found at the scene, which at first glance appeared to be Clarence having committed suicide by shotgun. And Jack, well, he noted some inconsistencies. Inconsistency number one, in order to commit suicide by shotgun, you generally need to, I don't know, shoot yourself with a shotgun. Yeah, and that's not something that's gonna, like, not be noticeable. Shotgun tends to do a lot of damage, especially an older shotgun like that. Uh, So no gunshot wound was found on the remains, and from what I understand, a self-inflicted shotgun wound would have been pretty apparent, even on charred remains. So that was a little insignificant finding. Uh, Then we have the gold Masonic ring. Which brings us to a few seconds of science. I know you missed it. So remember how I said that the limbs had been burnt away? Yeah. Well, gold has a much lower melting point than bone. That gold ring would have been gone. Yeah. Like based on a quick, (laughs) based on a quick Google search, the melting point of pure gold is one thousand sixty four point eighteen Celsius. Uh, that was the highest I could find for, uh, and, and for gold alloys, it was uh, 1900 and change. And that's in, sorry, 1900. What did I? Oh, okay. Sorry. So it's <laughs> 1064 Celsius for pure gold and 1947 for Fahrenheit for pure gold. Okay. For gold alloy, it's uh, 1097 for Celsius and 2006 for Fahrenheit. So really hot. Yeah. Uh, Most tissue composing the human body begins combustion at 572 Fahrenheit and bone ash has a melting point of 1600 or 1670 Celsius or 3038 Fahrenheit. So for those of you who are in the know, a proper cremation takes place like 900 celsius which is about 18 to 2000 fahrenheit 1800 to 2000 in fahrenheit at those temperatures your soft tissues burn away and vaporize and your bones which are the last to go become calcified by the heat and begin to flake and crumble but this guy's limbs were from the looks of it completely burned away so that was one hella hot fire allegedly Uh, if we assume that the ring was pure gold how is it that the ring was almost completely undamaged? Yeah. The gun was melted. So, uh, well, clearly, the answer is that it was the one ring, and it could only be sh- destroyed in the fires of Mount Doom. And that explains <laughs> a lot about Clarence. <laughs> but with these discrepancies, and without the ability to confirm the identity of the remains, Jack Bond refused to sign the death certificate for Clarence Roberts. The funeral was canceled, and the unknown remains were buried at Nashville's Memorial uh, Park Cemetery in an unnamed grave, unmarked grave. More importantly, though, Geneva was continually denied the payout for Clarence's life insurance policy because of the circumstances surrounding his death. She was convinced that her husband had died in the fire. In 1978, attorneys went to Indiana State pathologist Dr. John Pless, Uh, to review the reports of the evidence, and he believed at the time that the body found in the remains of the fire were that of Clarence Roberts. Pless even testified at the civil trial against the insurance companies, Um, but despite his expert testimony, Geneva lost all of her appeals. Pless even said in the Unsolved Mysteries episode that he was baffled by the judge ruling, Uh, and the gossip mill was not kind to Geneva. That's too bad. Without... wasn't her fault. Uh, Was it? Uh, All right. Continue. Without his income or his insurance, <laughs> she was left with a mountain of debt that Clarence had left behind and was basically destitute. Uh, she sold off everything she could, the house, the cars, the property. She was basically abandoned by friends and family. Although in some sources, I saw that she was the one who went 
like recluse. So I don't know which is true, but she was she was no contact basically with people anymore. She ended up washing dishes at a local Howard Johnson's restaurant and she lived in a worn out home on the outskirts of town. Her mental health seemed to be taking a turn and the rumor mill just kept on churning. So over the years, people in town came up with all kinds of stories about what happened. He lit the barn on fire and killed himself. No, he would never do that to his family. He killed someone else and used the fire in an attempt to fake his own death and escape his debt. Geneva killed Clarence and set it up herself. They were in on it together and planned to skip town with the insurance money. It was wild. There were even some questionable accounts of people claiming that they had seen Clarence alive and like well after the fire, both in Indiana and in Mexico. Later, an insurance adjuster for the case claimed to have heard reports of Clarence living in Mexico and New Mexico and even Germany. <clears throat> I mean, if, and I was, if I was going to try to pull something like that, I'd fucking move to a different country, too. <laughs> um, yeah, I would. I would move definitely out of this country. Yeah. 1,000%. 1, I mean, I already want to do that. So, like... Yeah. If I could, if I could decolonize, I would. In a heartbeat. Uh, And I probably would go to Germany. That sounds great. Um, So I lost myself because I got a text message from somebody at work and I thought it was important, but it wasn't. Okay. So and locals claimed that Geneva had a mysterious man in her home and that despite being a diabetic and not much of a drinker, she was buying large quantities of beer. How dare she? How dare So Indiana State Police had taken over the case. Uh, Medical forensic experts uh, compared Clarence's old dental dex rays. Yep. (laughs) Clarence's old dental x-rays to those of the body that had been found in the fire. And they did not match. The unidentified remains had only a single tooth. And Clarence, though he did wear a partial denture, had more than one tooth. Uh, Blood samples were determined... uh, or had determined that the unidentified remains had a blood type of AB and Clarence's military record showed that he had type B blood. Furthermore, after looking into Clarence's family, they found that Clarence could not have AB blood. The body only had one kidney and Geneva confirmed that Clarence had never had surgery to remove a kidney. I like to think maybe it was a black market kidney removal and he was just too embarrassed to tell her about it though. Uh, What was left of the body had linear markings suggesting that the limbs hadn't burned off in the heat, but but had been dismembered prior to burning. That's what I was thinking. I was like, why would would the limbs just be gone? Mm -hmm. Like, I could see, like, yeah, your fingers, your toes, like, maybe even um, hands and feet, where it's like, you know, mostly just cartilage and, and ligaments and stuff. Like, I could see that burning away pretty quickly. But, like, there's a lot to burn through on your thigh. Yeah. And and a big-ass bone to get through. Yeah. Like, the bone would definitely still be there. Yeah. And... Like, if if your fire is burning hot enough, like, you're definitely going to remove all that soft tissue in, like, the first, probably, I don't know, within the first hour, for sure. Oh, for sure. For sure. But, but the, um, the bone... I mean, that's what you get when you get cremated remains. It's like, it's not ashes. I mean, some of it's ashes, but it's like they pulverize the bones. That's what you get back. Yeah. Because like I was saying, like I could see ankle down, wrist down like that. Oh, yeah. That's that's gone. Like at that point, just like, you know, nose, ears, stuff like that. Like that's just gone. Yeah. Eyes gone. Like, but but anything that's like that's why I was so surprised when you were saying that it was difficult to even tell that it was human remains because like the Mm -hmm. femur on a human body is a pretty she thick well and it's a pretty pretty unique bone to a human body yeah you know there's a lot of other bones that are like similar in other animals or something like that but like the human femur is very unique to humans because of just being bipedal Mm -hmm. and so the fact that the bones were just gone like they they were never there that was i was like no something's not adding up there nah (laughs) so who was the victim probably some poor homeless vagrant or something that's right it was that's the running theory a story started going around that clarence was seen in a bar in morgantown talking to a homeless man just two days before the fire 
Morgantown is another small community just north of Nashville, but also in Brown County. So the man, uh, described by witnesses as 5'7 to 5'9, near the same age as Clarence and drunk AF, uh, had agreed to work for Clarence doing odd jobs around the house, mowing the lawn, that sort of thing. Then this man collapsed. And despite witnesses calling for an ambulance, Clarence announces that he's going to take this man to the hospital because it'll be faster. I mean, in some cases, but probably not in Nashville, Indiana. So he pulls his car around, gets the guy in the backseat of his car, and he drives off. And that homeless man was never seen again. During the investigation, detectives checked the hospitals within a 300 mile radius and no record of any such man showing up could be found. Sussy. Bob the nephew. <laughs> what were you going to say? I said sussy. Sussy, yeah. Bob the nephew maintains that while Clarence was certainly suicidal, he wasn't a murderer. But sister-in-law Alberta Roberts said he was definitely capable of murder. I mean, a desperate man. A desperate man. So police even looked into the mysterious man at Geneva's home. Uh, But the man walked away from anybody who was trying to approach him, like, immediately. Police set up surveillance over three days, but were never never able to find out who it was. Maybe he went went to Mexico and got crazy plastic surgery done. Oh, shit. I didn't even think about plastic surgery. That's a really good idea. And then came back to her. With with his $100,000 of Swiss bank money? Why not? It's the 70s. That's right. So I got this limoncello sparkling water and it's really good, but I keep wanting to drink it and then I, I feel burpy. And like... <laughs> I didn't like the limoncello, the LaCroix. Yeah. I didn't I like, like it. it. And I normally like limoncello. Uh, look, I told you I'm a trash human. I The only thing I don't even like is something I'll still eat. Which is? Ranch dressing. Oh. It's because it's, it's a hipster thing. Like everybody likes it, so I can't like it. I like it. I know. Because, yeah. It's just, I don't let, everybody puts it on everything and I'm just like, I'm no, over it. Yeah, I don't, I'm not a like ranch on pizza person or anything like that. It's I'm okay like, if you want to dip your pizza in it. I'm talking about when I go to a restaurant and it's like chicken bacon ranch in four different forms. And I'm like, oh my God, can I please have literally anything else? You have an entire menu and you're giving me four of the same thing. How dare? How dare? That's me. <laughs> I like ranch with um, like barbecue chicken wings. That's like my favorite. I like ranch with vegetables. Yeah. To dip. Yeah. That's like a it. thick That's like, like, a, like a thick ranch. Like a you like a yogurt ranch. Yeah. Or like the yeah. like the dip for chips ranch. Yeah. Yeah. I can get behind that. But but I don't want it on a salad. I don't want it on my chicken. They're better, I don't want it in a wrap. Just, they're better salad dressings. Yes. There's like one yes. No, I guess there's two places that I go around me that I will pick the ranch over the other dressings. But they both make their own ranch there. So it's like a different, uh, yeah. it's That's like different. a, it's an elevated, better ranch. Ele- it's an elevated hidden valley. I, the elevated well, valley. Well, neither one of them are hidden valley at all. I know. But <laughs> so. like, and uh, but yeah, most places just have a better salad dressing. Yeah. Like. Anyway, you want to know about this homeless guy? <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. I mean, uh, I'm not so. really sorry. They knew what they signed up for. They did. This is now a, they, a food You came podcast. back. You came back for this. Yeah, this is your fault. We're victim blaming. Well, I'm not even I'm not even going to tell you about the homeless guy cuz I realized we moved on to the mysterious man. That's where we're at. Okay. The mysterious man. Uh so the police set up the surveillance. They didn't Was that your Ever figure out who it was? Was that your uh uns- not un- yeah, BuzzFeed unsolved cut? The mysterious <laughs> <What>? man. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, do you want me to read this like Ryan? <laughs> No, it just seemed like how they do She the- thought this was suspicious, and she spoke to the neighbor, who was Clarence's sister. <laughs> Yo, these cats good. are nuts. Okay. That was pretty good. <laughs> no, I just mean The that, sister like- had said that she had heard Geneva speaking to a man, but that it wasn't Clarence's voice she heard speak back. <laughs> I'm coming for you, Bugara. <laughs> you did a pretty good job with it. Thanks. Sorry, I, I'm going to actually read what I, like, tell you what I just said, though, because I have no idea what line I just picked out to read to you. <laughs> so, police weren't able to find out who it was, but a reporter had befriended Geneva and actually visited her uh, a number of times, but had claimed... <laughs> I'm sorry, I keep, I keep wanting to go into Ryan's voice now. <laughs> 
But so when she visited, she said that Geneva would meet her on the porch and like would never invite her inside. Yeah, because Clarence was in there. Because there's a mysterious with his man. Crazy plastic <laughs> surgery. So she thought this was suspicious because come on, she's a lady reporter. We stand. Um and she spoke to the neighbor who was Clarence's sister. Um Clarence's sister, as I mentioned, as Ryan Bergara, um said she heard Geneva speaking to a man in her house, but that it wasn't her brother's voice that she'd heard speak back. Picked up an accent. It was almost, yeah, right? And now he, he's got plastic surgery and he's putting on a little accent. Or, I don't know. Or he had like <laughs> a really botched plastic surgery that like fucked that up his fucked mouth. fucked up his, his larynx, yeah. Yeah, or his mouth. One of those. Like, or like yeah. they, they like injected too he's, much. Yeah. He's got the lips and he can't talk Yeah, his lips are too big. Yeah, he had an allergic reaction or something and like now he's just he, stuck like that. Yep. Jackson, what are you doing? Cat stuff. These cats are driving me up the fucking wall man plotting crimes so so uh yeah it was almost exactly a decade after the fire on november 29th 1980 when another fire broke out at the roberts home suspicious the firefighters were told that there was an explosion followed by the home being immediately engulfed in flames by the time they arrived the house was already completely destroyed the Sarasota Herald Tribune reported that the Brown County Sheriff said he thought the house to be over 100 years old and, quote, would have burned like tinder. Yeah. Which apparently it did. While sifting through the rubble, investigators discovered human remains in the ashes that were later identified as Geneva Roberts. Aww. And after a little more searching, they found another body in a different part of the house. The body of the mysterious man. Gasp in Spanish. He was mostly plastic. <laughs> first responders made an assumption that this was the body of clarence roberts but having not seen the man in a decade it was going to take more than a little look-see to confirm but that didn't stop the sweet sweet hot goss from spreading the second fire was determined to be arson with turpentine being used as an accelerant detectives were able to follow the burn patterns from geneva's bed to the next room where the man's body was discovered, and then down a hallway and out the back door of the house. Police believed that at least Geneva was murdered, but were unable to determine if the man started the fire or if it was a third party who killed two people. Dr. Pless, uh, the one who went to bat for Geneva in her insurance trials, Mm -hmm. he was on the team of pathologists and forensic specialists tasked with reviewing the chest x-ray of the body and dental records of the mysterious man. And he immediately recognized it as a match for Clarence Roberts. For real this time, maybe. But not everyone believed this expert opinion, including Clarence's brother Carson, the nephew Bob, and his sons, who believed that the first body belonged to their father, brother, uncle. (laughs) Carson was even quoted in the Sarasota Herald Tribune that, quote, There was a fellow that came and went, supposedly living with Geneva for six years. But no one in the family knew his name. He believed that the authorities just wanted to tie this case up in a nice, neat little package and be done with it. Which is fair, because all cops are bastards. The Roberts' sons took care of their mother and gave her a proper funeral, but would not claim the second body. And Clarence Roberts was buried in an unmarked grave by the state of Indiana. The remains of the unidentified man were exhumed and buried alongside Geneva, marked as Clarence Roberts, though... The date of his death was listed as 1980, not 1970. So I don't know what the fuck these kids were thinking, but I'm, I'm happy for them. <laughs> 40 years later, we still don't know who for sure started the fire, who was buried beside Geneva, and no new evidence has been discovered. Mm. And that's the story of the man who died twice. Okay. Clarence Roberts, holder of the one ring. So here's my... I'm going to set the Lay it on me. Yeah. Okay. So Clarence Roberts definitely killed a homeless man and cut off his arms and legs for some fucking... Yep. I imagine because he was worried that there would be fingerprints, but those... I'm, I was wondering if it's because he's an old man and that's a lot of weight. It's a lot of work to cut off those limbs, though. Yeah, but he had a hardware store. That's true. Okay. so And a lumber mill. So even going with that idea, for some reason, he, for some reason he decided that he needed to un limb this body disassemble yeah. johnny five here and then 
burn the barn, somehow plant the ring, but he had one an ring. N. Huh? I said the one yeah. ring. Yeah. Um, but he had probably a potential in having been the sheriff to get someone yeah. to just be like, hey, I just need you to drop this ring in and I'll pay you thousand dollars. One sec. And so kills homeless guy, puts homeless guy in barn, sets barn on car barn on fire. Yep. Runs to Mexico. Yep. Planning on get some planning on waiting out, you know, the amount of time that it'll take for uh Geneva to get the insurance money. While he's in Mexico, he's getting crazy plastic surgery done. Right? Plastic yep, surgery gets fucked up because it's the 70s slash 80s in Mexico and I imagine probably not the best at the time. Really not. I mean, America wasn't the best at the time, so it's definite, you know, Mexico is probably not the best of the time either. And so when all of her appeals get dried up, he's like, well, I can't fucking continue staying in Mexico. I miss my Geneva. So he goes home, all Quasimodo and shit, like... (laughs) completely different person and to the point that people don't even look at him or He's like a don't, don't recognize man. him and then <clears throat> he either looks similar enough to clarence or an absolute fucking monster enough that he doesn't even want people <laughs> looking at him because if he looked like the fucking beast from no the beast, but like, like <laughs> this is a small town so if a dude, it's forbidden if a dude comes in and just looks like quasimodo and just shows up with a scarred up fucked up face and shit people are going to be talking about that there's no way people aren't going to be talking about that yep and then it's gonna become suspicious why did this person who's all scarred up show up at geneva's house and is living with her and this that and the other the police are gonna and why is she buying so much beer and police are gonna catch wind up yep they're so gonna, they're gonna pass wind too yeah because they're cops so fuck it. And so you got all this going on. It doesn't sound like him anymore because it's, well, to be fair, it's been a long time since anyone's even heard him. What, it was like 10 years, right? So that could completely change someone's voice. If he picked up smoking or dropped smoking, that can completely change how someone sounds as an example. Not even mentioning the crazy plastic surgery he definitely had. Yeah. So then going through all this and then... I think, depending on where the bodies were, so there's not a ton of explanation that was provided, at least that I recall, of where the bodies were in the house. Geneva was in her room. Okay. And Mysterious Man was in the adjacent room. Okay. So my my guess is this was really Clarence who died in the fire. And obviously it was... The second fire. The second fire. And obviously Geneva died. Yeah. I think that this was like one of them actually had died. Oh. And then the other one was just like all of our secrets have to go down now. Well, no. Okay. Like a murder-suicide pact. I do have to... I do have to tell you this. They... They they both did... uh, I was about to say diagnosis. Their cause of death was both listed as uh, death by smoke inhalation but i mean he gets a one of them get a terminal diagnosis anything yeah. like that or I mean, or one of them uh gets comad yeah and can still breathe yeah and so i think that it was a if i go out you gotta go out too like yep. a murder i mean still technically murder but murder suicide or assisted suicide and suicide yep. back and that's what i think I think you cracked the case. I think I did. I think I figured it out. I think I nailed this I think one. that's it. I think I that think the I Indiana to, State Police need to come to I you. I think I need to talk to Nashville, Indiana. And... <laughs> My gosh. These... I can only occasionally I want... hear them. Okay, good. I'm like, I hope this is not ruining the podcast. No. Um, they know you have cats. I would, so. like, I would like to go to Nashville, Tennessee. Okay. I, th- I think that would be a cool place to visit. I don't think I've been to Nashville. I've been through Tennessee, some, but I don't think we went to Do some Nashville. cool, like, country music shit. Is there, I'm not super into country music, yeah, but I, was I like, would do it. A classic country, that's fine. Like, I would go, I want to go to Dollywood. Well, yeah, Dolly Parton, yeah. She, Although she I, I'm not going to see her, her, weird, her weird racist show. I'm not going to watch that. Oh. I mean, we went in Branson, but I don't recall it particularly being racist. 
but oh, that is also people were child. talking about it on the tiki talkies about how it's like there is a black chicken and a white chicken and it's like the north and south and then there's a guy with like an indigenous paper mache head i don't remember that but well i was also like I, 11 so yeah I, so I probably would avoid that but the bitch still pays your college tuition on day one of you working there so like and she does the uh the reading the, thing yeah the, the book, thing. book lady thing yeah which she did that for her dad i mean she, she does she needs to she needs to get rid of the show or revamp the show i think they revamped it i think that's already but, been done but i'm just saying because i know they changed I, the name. I would still go to dollywood i know they changed the name because you know what i watched go back to our food our food podcast here i watched delicious uh tess when she was doing the um iconic food she would go to like the different amusement parks and they went to dollywood and do you know who has like decently priced food and is not gouging you when you go to fucking amusement parks is dolly well yeah you can get like some mac and cheese for like eight bucks not 20 bucks i'm looking at you mouse (laughs) yeah plus she just seems like a like a, a charming person to me yeah i mean again it's one of those things like i can see where people come out and say there are problematic issues i get that i recognize that i don't have to love everything about her no but i can go eat some fucking barbecue mac and cheese at fucking dollywood well and it's also that like if she responds to the situation and makes the adjustments to the situation then like how can people still be mad at her yeah it'd be one thing if she's just like ah fuck you middle fingers i'm not changing anything you know like when lizzo changed her lyric yeah or i mean there were that was there were uh several musicians who had something similar happen uh beyonce also for the same reason had to change a lyric and i didn't know she was it something ableist yeah i think it was also spaz or something um which i didn't even know i mean now looking at it i'm like okay yeah no that makes sense that that's ableist but you know you know what thing i didn't realize and it makes total sense but like for the longest time i didn't know and now i'm, I'm glad i do know is like saying uh i don't know if you want to actually keep this in because it might not sound good for me but like um man i got gypped yeah like i didn't realize that that was gypsies gypsy yeah Yeah, like i was like oh my god oh my god oh my god don't look at me like i can't believe i did that there's a ton like um there's a ton what is it uh peanut gallery is one yep um two cents is one like give someone your two cents oh i didn't know that i'm pretty sure um and then yeah there's there's a whole have you seen the um is my coworker (laughs) problematic yeah Yeah. are they gonna get canceled today yeah. I mean, that's where I've learned about a lot of the different things. And I'm like, you should always just say, no, I'm not going to say that word because it's always yeah. bad. It's never, I've never seen one where it was yeah. like, maha, this one's actually fine. It just sounds bad. Yeah. Like I didn't, uh, no can do. Yeah. Was making fun of Chinese immigrants. Yeah. Like, that's whoa, another one I did not know that. Yeah. There was another one that was in that same vein and I can't remember what it was. But yeah, didn't know. So the more you know, yeah. guys. And now you know. Now you know. And knowing is half the battle. Knowledge is power. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> no, I can't. I was going to try to do it as Ryan, but I'm going to laugh if I do it. And knowing is half the battle. <laughs> See, <it's> like... <laughs> Why are you so good at that? <laughs> I watched a lot of Unsolved. I mean, yeah, but like... <laughs> so I'm like reading this last line. 40 years later, and we still don't know for sure who started the fire or who was buried beside geneva you need to get like a little a little beanie and like do tiktoks like as i didn't that would be so i didn't i didn't think that of the two of us i was gonna be the the boo man no i didn't either but you're doing great at it thanks thanks i gotta figure out how to do a shame now (laughs) i had to get on that the boo boys thanks ghosts all right i love you um, thanks for joining us as we talked about <laughs> death, cremation, and haberdashery. I don't, is that the right? Nope. I did not do <laughs> the outro. Thanks for joining like, us today. I don't think that there were any hats in this. <laughs> <laughs> There's the outro. 
I mean, the original one's staying in. So thanks for joining us. We <laughs> hope you'll reach out to us with your own experiences. We want your stories, your questions, and your feedback. Send us an email at strangeunusualpodcast at gmail.com. If you're sending a story, we just ask that you put listener story in the subject line so we can sort through those a little more easily. Uh, do you know if the body in the barn was Clarence or not? Yeah. What is your theory? Oh, yeah. Come and, at us. And what... And what do you think that um, Clarence tried to get done to his face plastic surgery wise? Oh, yeah. He could try to get everything. I mean, he was trying to like. He, he's like, give me dumb oh, lips, what's BB. What's the fucking, uh, what's his name? The guy who's trying to become a Korean person. Oh, God. <laughs> no. He wanted to change races. Yeah. He's transracial. That's what. There's that lady, too. Clarence was trying to do. Yeah. He was. He was like, I want to look. I want to look like Jimin from BTS. I mean, there are worse people to look like, that's for sure. <laughs> it's like, he's not born yet, but that's what I want to be. I also, he's not even a thought in his parents' head. I also have never seen a Korean <laughs> okay. person, probably, because I live in Nashville, Indiana. <laughs> Anyway, you can also find us on Instagram at strange underscore unusual underscore podcast or on our personal accounts, Roy Rampage and Calamity Casey. You can find us on Twitter at underscore strange unusual at Calamity Casey and at Roy Rampage. We are on Facebook. Just search for the Strange Unusual podcast and look for our little logo. Roy has also been streaming on Twitch. So you can find her at twitch.tv slash Roy Rampage. Um, if you'd like, you can al- always join us over on patreon.com slash strange unusual for $2 a month. Join us for some uh, what have been rather interesting watch parties here of late. <laughs> every every two weeks or so, we'll get together and watch a little something. In these last two weeks, it's been just the most cursed and horrible and hilarious shit that I can find on YouTube and force everybody to watch. I, um, I, we also... I'm still laughing about that Mr. Puzzles horror movie. <laughs> not not smelf no luckily i was it not. rocks on the side of justice luckily i was not visited by smelf the elf last night <laughs> um, we also do a sort of little book club where we kind of just recommend books to each other and and read them that's so it has been that's so a far. work in progress yeah <laughs> we're trying to figure out um, how book clubs work <laughs> We don't have friends, okay? Well, and I... We don't know how socializing <laughs> works. I just remembered I could read this year, so... <laughs> That's true. She did. Uh, oh, I've almost finished Frankenstein. I didn't finish it today because of all the stupid shit that was going on at work. But then something you said reminded me of it, and then I totally forgot again. So that's Excellent. my fun story. Excellent work. <laughs> anyway, Patreon. Uh exclusive access to our discord where we share the dankest memes we talk about things we don't like to eat and uh like i said we which have, we also we do on time. the podcast now <laughs> <laughs> that's just a, a little uh sample of that's a little that's a little sample it's a little amuse- you got a little <laughs> you got a little costco sample of, like when you go to the sam's club yeah Oh man, Hell I could yeah. really go for a Sam's Club hot dog right now. Man, I see. I'm a Costco bitch. I never grew up around Costco. We always did Sam's because Dad had the convenience. That's store. what we had growing up. But then I moved here, and then there was a Costco, and I was like, I can't go back. Yeah, I mean, there's a Costco in Tulsa. We just have, I've never gone. I don't have a membership or whatever. Yeah, you can go in without a membership. I think you just can't buy anything. Well, can I get a hot What's dog? What's the point, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. In mine, you can because you go in the front and um, then uh, you can like go out the backside. <laughs> like you go, <laughs> you go out like as if you've purchased something and you can stop there. Or you can just tell them you're going in to get a membership and then go in and get a hot dog and then <laughs> leave. Go in the middle because at, and leave. Yeah. At my place, the hot dog stand is right next to the um, like membership place. Mm. And it's like a dollar fifty for a, a hot dog and a soda. It's great. Yeah. When I was growing up, we went to Sam's so frequently for Dad's convenience store that like the lady that worked at the the concession stand thing knew me by name. Wow. You you had too many hot dogs. I had so many hot dogs. It was the I was food mode, obviously. I mean. <laughs> Speaking of Patreon and things that I was just about to say, uh, we are currently um, gathering questions for a uh, a 
sort of newlywed game where I'm prepared to stomp Roya into the ground. Probably. Of how well I know her. Because Roya doesn't care about me and never asks me any questions about my life. Oh my god, that's such bullshit. (laughs) What am I thinking? See? You don't even know. You're thinking about how you're going to win this and you're right. Uh (laughs) Doesn't mean I don't care about you. You're not even going to try. How? You're going to be like, you're going to be like, I'm not going to win. I don't even want to try. I mean, I'm not going to win, but that doesn't mean I won't try. (laughs) I'm competitive. Uh, so yeah, if you if you join our Patreon in this coming month, I'm gonna have a uh, a situation up so you guys can Patreon members rather can uh, submit questions to see how well we can answer each other. It's like the newlywed game, except for it's the oldlywed game because we've been friends for twenty years. Over twenty years. Over twenty years. Yeah. I don't know. We were like twelve. Yeah, I guess so. And and for the time being, we are thirty two year old ladies. Yep. For another couple of weeks. Yep. Anyway. Bye. Do we have any ratings or shout outs? I didn't even look. Oh, great. I was being good. I kept my phone away. I didn't do the outro and you didn't look for... Look, look, look. We probably don't, but I'm trying to remember (laughs) where my podcast... There it is. Nope. All right. Well, you know what? Better luck next time, us. (laughs) We're, We're doing the best we can. I didn't even say anything about asking people to rate and subscribe and all those things. If you like us, put a five stars on us. And then talk shit about us. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah. Five stars. I don't want to hear about food. Five stars. Yeah. Five stars. I don't care how Casey feels about ranch dressing. Five stars. I don't care that both of Casey's five stars were about food. Five stars. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. All right. But yeah. So yeah, just rate, review, like, share, subscribe, all that kind of bullshit. And Look, I've given up. This this outro is absolute bullshit. Yeah, this is a great coming back outro. This really sets I the hope tone that for everyone... 2023. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that everyone has a great new year. Even though this and... is going to come out after the year. Not that far. No. Yeah, it's not like, Jeez. I guess. Yeah. My We're going to be like three days into 2023 and be like, when's this year going to over? <laughs> <laughs> are you going to... You... Never mind. It already ruled a three uh, rules of rule of three dust too. Yeah. So yeah, we had um, Vivian Westwood, who's a designer. Then Pele, yeah, I know the soccer. Player. I know who Vivian Westwood okay, is. Okay, I don't know. She's like a fucking punk rock icon. Yeah, she is. And then Pele, the world's best soccer player, basically the Michael Jordan of soccer. Yeah. And then Barbara Walters. All like in a week. It, what about the Pope? You forgot about the Pope. The Pope died. Pope, the last one. The oh, Nazi okay. One. Who cares? That's why I didn't know. They'll see. That's but he was the still. I mean, who cares? Yeah, Benedict. Pope. Pope. Emeritus. Popatine. Isn't that? Yeah, that's it. The one who is secretly a a frilled lizard. No, I I've said emeritus, <laughs> and I'm like thinking about ghost. Okay. Anyway, bye. Bye. <laughs> That outro. Have fun editing that. I'm not. That's gonna be.